When it comes to running a small business, we have to be aware of every aspect of our brand. The smallest overlooked detail can lead to catastrophe. Even the words we use. Do the words you use convey what your business represents? There are many of you who don't write good English. Wait, who don't write English well. And we'll talk about the importance of that on today's episode of The Business Buffet. Today's episode is brought to you by F1 for Help, your on-site service and support specialists. If your computer is doing something it shouldn't, give Joe a call at 208-687-0183. Welcome to The Business Buffet Podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. This is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes with the cursory helping of veggies. Our Business Buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the Business Buffet podcast wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the business buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. Welcome back or welcome to another episode of the Business Buffet Podcast, a podcast that really is tailored to the small business owner. And don't worry, I'm not flying solo today as with me is my longtime, at least from last decade, partner, Ed Bejarana. How's it going, Ed? I'm hungry. <laughs> we are we are the business buffet. Hopefully, every time, every time I eat, hear the name, I just get hungry. Hopefully, you're going to eat hearty in business, and that will fill you up. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, but I'm doing good. I met with a dietitian, and you know, we may have to rebrand because I'm going to lose a lot of weight. Really? Yeah, I'm going to lose a ton of weight. A ton, uh, you're implying that you weigh a ton. Well, sure. You know why not? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been accused of worse. <laughs> Well, have you ever been accused of being a bad speller? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm a horrible speller. Oh, I just, I just, really, I did not know this. I just uh, imagine you were a very good speller. You know, it, it's funny. When I go back to school, I remember in English class, I just struggled to spell. I was a very creative writer. I had no problem with the creativity. Mm. But I, <laughs> ADHD wasn't diagnosed then. They just called me hyperactive jerk. So I was bouncing off the walls. I wasn't paying attention in class, and I really missed some key lessons. And I just never got them. I'm so just I'm a lousy speller. If I asked you words that you frequently misspelled, there it'd be a laundry list then. Yeah, things like the. Well, and, come on now. You know the the simple ones. Can you spell laundry? The simple ones. <laughs> the simple ones. That's yeah, like, it's called honey. H O N E Y. Or you? Can Isn't you do you? my laundry? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, so I I kind of. I pride myself on being a pretty good speller. There's some words that just really um, I struggle with a lot. Um, like definitely that word. I really struggle with definitely. You know, like Czechoslovakia or Worcestershire sauce. There we go. So neither of those I used often enough to worry about. But definitely I use enough to where you would think that I could get it. I use a Czechoslovakia and Worcestershire sauce for my barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you get him right now, he's about to fall out of his chair. So, which means there's going to be dead air because I have to go pick him up. Um, going to words, though, it's amazing how the language of some businesses is that of a fourth grader or younger, really. 
Um, this episode, I really want to have a conversation about the importance of conveying professionalism with the words that come from small businesses, whether it's in marketing, social, blog posts, or through other mediums. So like for an example, Ed, how about this? Let's eat, Grandma. <laughs> well, no, the way I said that, right? You could tell there's a comma in there, right? But take that comma out and you get what I'm saying, right? So this program is using PG-rated content. No. Children it, are advised to. No, no. You could say, let's, let's eat grandma, and that just means let's just take a bite out of her arm or something. I didn't tell you guys that Phil is a student of <laughs> Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> That's super funny, actually. <laughs> so did you know that Coke makes four times fewer writing mistakes than Pepsi? In its post on LinkedIn. Okay, I gotta stop you. <laughs> no, I'm serious. What, what what kind of nerd tracks that crap? Wow, there are nerds everywhere. <laughs> Talk about tracking. I'm probably looking at one of the bigger nerds. Yeah, that, you that, know that's true. You too. know, I know the base pe- baseball people. They track everything, but yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. How how about this one? General Motors makes. I'll say this after you drink what you're drinking because I don't need you. That's sp- right. I don't want to spewing spit that it all, all over board. Right. Well, I'm thinking of me, but so General Motors makes two and a half more riding mistakes than Ford. You want to laugh about that? Found on road dead. Wait, we're never going to get them as an advertiser. I'm sorry. <laughs> the big boys even make mistakes when it comes to the lack of proper editing and proofreading. But when it comes to running a small business, we have to be more aware of every aspect of our brand. And that, and that means, yeah, the smallest overlooked de- detail can actually lead to a catastrophe. So I'm going to read a couple of things, Ed. You ready for these? Go for it. Check these out. This from AMPM, which their tagline, by the way, is too much good stuff, which I won't disagree with. You ready? Go for it. Imagine more snacks than you can imagine. I, 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 I'm stuck. Okay. That's, that's a loop. <laughs> I mean, it never goes away. It's like, how do you spell George? G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G. Right? It's like, it's like Q. The English language sucks. It really does. You know, Q. The Q. only letter that's sound is the first one. The rest of them are all silent. Why do we have <laughs> Q-U-E-U-E? Where, what, what, what the hell? You ask why am I not a good speller? Well, Q, right there. Oh, my God. So how about this one? And, and you're going to really like this one. This is from Days In. We remember all who have served. This is on their sign out in front. We remember all who have served fresh breakfast. Okay. That's supposed to say we remember all who have served fresh breakfast. We serve fresh breakfast, right? <laughs> but No. Um, it's, it's just amazing. Well, you know, I have trouble with seeing the humor in that one because I remember everyone who serves me fresh breakfast. Well, <laughs> point, point well taken. How I about did this start one? with I'm hungry, right? <laughs> did I, yes. did I put that part in? Yes, you did. Um, the university of Texas at Austin on the bottom of a commencement program. And I really didn't want to put this one in, but I couldn't, I couldn't not put it in. So this is what it said at the bottom of the commencement program. Lyndon B. Johnson School of Pubic Affairs. And of course, they caught it, but not, not fast enough. So it went out to everybody, right? So they, they issued an apology tweet that added insult to injury. Our deepest apologies to our 2012 graduates for the egregious typo in our program. The problem was egregious was spelled with two G's instead of one. 
You know how hard it is to keep. Never mind. I'm not going there. I'm just saying this is <laughs> this is higher education. Well, and these are big companies who have the resources to. I don't know. Have somebody with an English degree check it? A little proofreading. Now, I again, the reason I asked you about spelling and and if you're a good speller or not is because there are common misspelled words. Like I said, um, I forget the one I said. Oh yes, definitely. I just don't do that one well, but there's receive until people spell until with two L's all the time. It's not right. Occurred, separate government. There's no, they don't put the N in the middle of the word. And of course, definitely. Well, and um, Phil is often, misspelled well i think so because the right spelling is with one l and that's my spelling yeah but i mean so we're talking about higher education and proofreading and this is a branding and this is a a shot against the i just want to point out ed never gets misspelled (laughs) no well it could it's two letters maybe they add two d's Uh, add uh, you know make it two d's those people are just stupid well (laughs) point taken how about this one (laughs) violators will be towed and fined $50. Now, fined is not F-I-N-E-D. It's F-I-N-D. Okay? So, what they're basically saying is violators are going to be... We're going to put a $50 bill where your car That's exactly right. And they can maybe use that $50 to get your car out of the impound, right? They're going to need it. They're going to need it. (laughs) So, you're going to like this one since you're a computer guy, okay? Are you sure you want to exist? Yes or no. That's when you're trying to get out of a, a certain program. Right. Instead right. of saying Instead exit, of exit, exist, exist. What, how you know, how metaphysics, does this happen? Metaphysics is a deep thought that computer people have. Well, apparently it is because they, uh, they want to share that with the masses that want to get out of their program. Uh, Burger King on a sign outside of their restaurant, Sponge, SpongeBob is here hiring managers. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just really having trouble with these. I, this, this is what people see. That'd be right? like somebody saying, hey, look, there's Ed. Santa Claus is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so not even our Heavenly Father is immune to occasional Uh-oh. inattention oh, gonna, to detail. You're not going to do it, right? Look, he made his bed. <laughs> I got to say this. In 1631, London's Baker Book House rewrote the Ten Commandments when a missing word in the seventh directive declared, thou shalt commit adultery. <laughs> Is my wife going to sign off on that one? I think I just saw her poke her head in the room going, what? I am so dead. <laughs> Parliament was not singing hallelujah. They declared that all erroneous copies of the good book, which came to be known as the wicked Bible, be destroyed and find the london publisher three thousand pounds i don't believe they found the three thousand pounds they were actually fined and they spelled the word fine correctly anyway this is kind of a part of uh what i wanted to address today and we can after the break we can get into a little bit more detail on on what we can do in our small businesses to make sure these things don't blow up in our face Now is a good time to mention our episode sponsor, F1 for Help. Founded in 2000, F1 for Help has been perfecting the art of computer repair and maintenance for almost 20 years. At F1 for Help, we offer a variety of services in-house and on-site, ranging from estimates to our popular general maintenance program and reloading your operating system as a part of a wipe and reload 
If you want to take the cost out of IT, we recommend signing up for the F1 for Help Manages Services. If you have any questions, please give F1 for Help a call at 208-687-0183. F1 for Help. We clean windows, but we aren't janitors. Welcome back. Today, Ed and I are talking about presenting your small business in the best possible light when it comes to writing. Now, I said I would mention a tool, and this is one we both use. And it's what, what, you know, before we go into yeah, the tool. Yeah, I, go for it. I kind of I want to uh, give a little little side venture, if you will. Yeah, please. You know, because I've had this conversation. You know, I've built almost 2,000 websites in, in the 14 years I've been in business. And, and I've actually told people that your writing perfection is not necessarily the measurement of your potential customer. And I, and yeah, I feel, please expand on this I've, because I've had this conversation too. Yeah, you know, the, the idea that you have to have the English grammar, the spelling, everything absolutely dead on perfect, I, I actually disagree with. I think it dehumanizes the content to some degree. Yeah. You know, I, I deal with, uh, or I work with small sole proprietors, very small micro-sized businesses, and they're human, and they say things wrong. Um, and that's who they are. That that's a part of their personality rather than being sterile and speaking proper all the time mm. and using all of the appropriate prose and musing appropriately with the patrons who frequent their business. That's boring. Well, it is, I, it really is. And it's, it's robotic and all of that. With that said, shouldn't you try to at least aim for a certain bar of course, you don't want to be business stupid. You don't want to be business sloppy. But I, I, I want to caution, I would say, that you know, having a misspelled word on your website is not the end of the world. You know, having, uh, using the wrong there instead of there is not the end of the world. I've had those grammar Nazis, the spelling Nazis, pick on me my whole life. Let me start again. I'm a lousy speller. Right, right. And I have a very, very successful business. Right. People don't measure me by a misspelled word. I do get the messages. There's misspelled words on my website. People can go and find them. I know they're there. I don't care. But let me ask you this. When you're doing work for another website, they are providing me the content. I'm not looking at it from the spelling standpoint. I'm looking at it from the personality standpoint, from the conversion standpoint. I, I'm not discounting everything right. that you're saying, no, for but, sure. but from the standpoint of the micro-sized business, the small business, the sole proprietor that I'm working with, what is most important to them is that the individual know that they're working with a human being. When somebody comes to me and wants a, uh, a website that disconnects the human-to-human contact, I, I send them away. I don't do those websites. I don't build those websites. I don't write those types of brochures. I make sure that there's personality in everything that's provided to me. And when we're dealing with personality, sometimes we say a bad word. No, I get that. If if you're aiming, right, how do I explain this? So I I actually did some work for somebody, and I I would do blog posts onto their website. So they would give me the content. And then I would publish it. I would put the right keywords in, right hyperlinks, 
things like that. And he looked at that and he said, this isn't what I gave you. I said, what you gave me, I couldn't even understand. So I made it. He said, but that's how I talk. And I said, that's all great. Then why, why are you doing this? Why, why do you want a website? Why do you want to get your word out if people can't understand? And even literally two days ago, because I knew we were going to be doing this uh, episode, I said something to that effect about speaking well, writing well, being as close to grammatically correct as you can be, use the correct punctuation, things like that. Aim for a certain level. Even if you just miss it, you're still higher than if you just didn't care at all, right? And the person next to me said, look, I don't speak very well at all, and that's just who I am. I, I really understand, and I tout the benefit of human-to-human interaction all the time. It People buy from people, not businesses, right? Right. That is the whole crux of this thing. Now, if you know that your target demographic, your ideal customer, is someone who would not resonate at all with correct grammar, punctuation, things like this, it does behoove you to lower that bar to their level. Or maybe it's just... Well, you know, and I say all of that, and and I interrupted you purposely before no, you got fine. to the word grammarly. Right. <clears throat> you know, I I am a bad speller. Uh, you know, I write pretty decent. My writing's fair. You know, creative, but fair. But I use grammarly. I, you know, I, I check yeah. hundreds of thousands of words. Why every not? Year. It's a tool that helps you to elevate your game, right? Yeah, I think what I want to do is I just want to inject in here that what we're talking about, or at least what I'm referring to, it's not English perfection. First off, it's a really screwed up language. English well, is, is just bloody difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't make sense to people who that's just not their thing. People are their thing. Plumbing is their thing. Electrician, uh, running wire is their thing. So having perfect spelling is not. Having perfect grammar is not. So I don't think that's what we're communicating here directly. What we're saying is, is a business professional. Exactly. To the standard that your customers expect. And, and, I, and I really, I, I believe in my heart of hearts that even on a subconscious level, if you have some content or copy that says your instead of your as in you are that subconsciously the person reading that says well gosh if if you make this mistake on this something so simple now am am i wrong about that am i am i elevating myself higher than I should be in that regards? Am I expecting too much? No, I, you know, I think it, it falls into the same realm. Everybody has different expectations of where they're going to put their energy. Uh, you and I, we run into this. I'm right. A, I'm a data guy. Yeah, I exactly. Have data and you're, yeah. you're kind of loosey goosey in, th- in some things. So, you know, there, there's it's not that, and it's the differences that we have to embrace and that's what makes everything good. Right. But I'm going to point something out now. Sure. Cause Siri sucks. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, Alexa, much str- str- I I say that oh, Siri's listening. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's listening. Yeah. I know. <laughs> of course, she's listening. She's <laughs> like big sister. <clears throat> now, I say that, and I am an all Apple office. I I have spent more than a hundred thousand dollars in the last ten years on Apple equipment. I am an Apple lover. 
but Siri sucks. I'm telling you, she is auto-correcting things, oh, and, and I know that I had the word right, and she just screwed it up. Well, isn't it funny too when you get the word right and she picks another word that doesn't make any sense? None. Now, how about the next text where that's the actual word you need, and then she picks up the notes? Unbelievable. <clears throat> and then I send a text to my wife, and she says, <laughs> "What? What do you mean, God?" No. I wrote dog. The dog crapped on the carpet. So self-editing, self well, not editing, but proofreading is important. Um, I have to tell this story. I am so sorry. This is a part of this. I did not even plan on, on, on saying this. I have a friend of mine. I'm really debating whether to say this or not, but it's very funny. Oh, do it, do it, I'm especially if you're going to get in trouble. Well... So uh, there was Unless this big me. music festival going on in Montana. It's a huge folk festival in, in Montana. And she thought it would be fun to go. So she texted a, a whole group of their friends. Okay, she texted, there's a big folk festival going on in Montana. Who's in? And she sent it to guys and girls alike. But the text didn't come out, folk festival. And... Uh, <laughs> And all of the, the women that got the text said, sorry, we're busy. And all the men said, yep, we're in. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what? And she looked, she's like, no, 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 no. That's not what I meant at all. It's a folk festival. <laughs> Do you see the problem? And honestly, Ed, I had no idea I was going to bring this story up, but it's very I, true. I have that impact. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, we have to, I have, uh, gosh, I, I mean, this is constant. Look who you're sending a text to. Just review what it says before you go, right? Well, especially when you're using a mobile device that's going to rewrite your words. That's for right. You. That's right. So getting back to our how important words are, and they are important. Here are six tips for catching your writing mistakes and protecting your credibility as a small business. Reread it. Okay? Wait, can you start over? Yes. Here are six tips to catching your mis writing mistakes and protecting your credibility. That's, uh, that's for those who listen to it at 1.5 speed. They had no idea what I just said. Reread it. Number one, reread it. Number two, change the format. All right? It's interesting. When you change the format, if you're feeling too familiar with your story, change how you're reading it. Print it out if you've been working on a screen. Change the font or the font size. Make the text or background a different color. Read it out loud. Oh, see, I didn't understand what you were saying, change the format. I'm glad you explained that. Oh, you, you didn't understand that. I didn't. Not until you explained it. <laughs> I, I can never Change tell. Change the format. It's like, okay, what? what, what, what I didn't, what are we doing? I didn't say floor mat. I said format. Um, so that's important. How about step away? Just step away and then revisit, right? Did you need me to explain that one? No, no. I got okay. it. Hurry <laughs> Number up. I got four. Number four, oh, we have got to stop doing these on Fridays. Number four, spell check. Oh, wait, you said you had to use restroom. Number four, spell check <laughs> and, and grammar check are your friends. Again, Grammarly is a something you should really look into. Okay, I won't make Ed suffer too much. Number five, use a checklist. Um, check out uh, NPR Accuracy Checklist. It's a list from NPR Standards and Practices uh, editor Mark, um, I can't pronounce his last name, but of 13 things that must be double or triple checked because journalists often get them wrong. And uh, I've got a link that we'll 
put on social and maybe even on our website if you want to go there. And last, recheck the most important stuff. The first paragraph and the last paragraph are where a lot of mistakes hide. It's easy to read right over them after a while because you've practically memorized them. Well, and then there's a website, uh, HemingwayApp.com. Uh, helps with grammar checking. That's what I used before I got to gra- to uh, Grammarly. <clears throat> and what it does, you give it uh, information, uh, give it your article or your content, and, and it'll tell whether your, your content is written appropriately. Mm-hmm. I forget if they make suggestions for rewrites, but I used Hemingway quite a bit uh, until I got to Grammarly. Uh, good information today. I know that Ed was a little apprehensive going into this. He did not know where we we're going. And look at the clock. It's 24 minutes and 40 seconds. I'm going to end today's episode with a quote of the day from Warren Buffett. Our favorite holding period is forever. Is your computer not running right? Is it making sounds? It shouldn't. Do you want your computer to run better? Give F1 for help a call at 208-687-0183 or visit them on the web at www.f1forhelp.net. Thank you for listening to The Business Buffet. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Business Buffet Podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business.